together again! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Welcome back. Last time we talked, we didn't know who was going to play in the Super Bowl. This time, we know who's going to be do. in the Super Bowl. It's a, it's a little bit of ho-hum and a little bit of great, right? <laughs> like, love the Chiefs. I mean, you know, I don't not like the Chiefs or the 49ers. They're both great. But it's like, really? Again? Yeah. It's okay. My family was rooting for your Lions. I know it. I know it. It felt like the whole country was rooting for the Lions, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was okay. I mean, people were checking in. People were, like, worried about me. I'm like, it's okay. It's, it's you know, when you're a Lions fan, it's a long game, right? The fact that we got this far this year was such a great shot in the arm and such a wonderful feeling, and it was so great to be in it for so long. Everyone expected to do well. No one expected to do this well. And the 49ers were a buzzsaw, and I didn't think we were going to beat them, but it sure was <laughs> a fun game, and... You know, I think real fans just have that attitude, like, it's okay, and next year it's going to be great. And they just announced the new Seahawks coach. Speaking of the NFL. They went from the oldest coach in the NFL to the youngest coach in the NFL. Yeah. And he's literally half his age. He's 36. (laughs) So crazy. Crazy, I mean, not crazy that he's doing it because he's fully qualified. Yeah. Got a lot of field time, so... That's how they start. Like we were all talking about, right? The communication part of it might make Mm -hmm. a big difference on these team players that are getting younger and younger. And we were talking about, um, we started this conversation with Jared Mayo, who is the uh, new coach of the New England Patriots, another another place where the, Mm -hmm. you know, new guy comes in, he's nearly half the age of the old guy. Now, of course, in their case, he's been with that team for many, many years as as a player and coach. But, you know, this this discussion about, how you communicate with this generation. It's different. I, it, and I'm not being like, oh, those Gen Zers or those millennials or whatever. It There has just been a sea change in the last 20 years in how people communicate and want to be communicated to and how they are motivated. I hate to be ageist because I'm a person who's gaining age, but <laughs> there really is a difference now in how you communicate. It will be very interesting to see how this works out for the Seahawks. Exciting times, everyone. Yeah, it is. I hope everyone has a positive attitude about it. I know how everybody, I know how much everyone loved Pete Carroll. He's so in the community and and just fun loving and he kayak to work or whatever, you know, all that stuff. I mean, there's nothing not to love, but (laughs) it's just weird. I, I, I hope people embrace him and don't blame any woes on the new guy. And if I've learned anything from the Lions, it's that Dan Campbell, the coach there, again, it's a long game, right? And he, when he came in four years ago, nobody expected him to win that year. But here we are this close to the Super Bowl. And you got to have the same patience with the with what's his name Mike McDonald for the Seahawks. Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers is going to be coach, and I didn't think he was thirty six. I didn't think so either. I think he's definitely a little closer to. He might even be older than Pete Carroll. Shine sweet freedom shining all on me. (laughs) She came from somewhere back in the long ago. You'll be there. So does everybody have a Michael McDonald impression? You gotta do it. <laughs> Lori, do you have one? <laughs> You're hilarious if you think I have one. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sing it. <sighs> what a yeah. fool believes. I'll just go with yours. <laughs> <laughs> gotta breathe Ooh. from the back of your throat into your lungs. 
Like, imagine mm-hmm. yourself as Dan Aykroyd doing the impression of Julia Child and then sing it. <laughs> and I'm not making fun of Michael McDonald. I love my, I went to his concert over at San Michelle. Opened up by Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka 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 Khan. Your music impressions are very good. <laughs> Thank you. So I I agree. We got to teach the kids and get them motivated. We don't want them to know nothing. We don't want them to just, you know, want to do TikTok when they grow up. Mm -hmm. Or YouTubers. I I just, I, I, okay. Okay. I'm just so, (laughs) I'm very frustrated with the TikTokers and the YouTubers right now. Because I do, you know, I do news for small towns. And I just had to put out yet another story about people stealing Kias and Hyundais because of, yeah. you know, some TikTok thing that, like, and I don't want to, it's not like TikTok's fault particularly, except for that I don't think they seem to have any desire to filter the content whatsoever, you know, they free speech free speech and all that. So, I mean, if you want to eat a Tide Pod, eat a Tide Pod. If you want to steal a car, steal a car. Anything goes, mm. you know. Mm-mm-mm. It's just crazy. And I don't know, there was like this whole thing with Congress yesterday bringing all the you know, social media people up because of the dangers of, you know, whether it's drugs or self-image or um, su- su- suicidal ideation. A lot of really, really serious things going on. And and even Mark Zuckerberg actually, he like literally apologized, you know, for for those <laughs> things happening. But like, where does the buck stop? I mean, is it when at the end of the day, these are just products, right? And Whose job is it to monitor how a product get, gets used? Is it the child? Is it the child's parent? Is it the company? I don't think it should be Congress, but apparently it's going to be. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Who? How, how does a 14-year-old boy know that it's not okay to steal a car just because you saw it on TikTok and it's easy to do? It baffles me. I'm baffled. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. And did you feel like he was sincere? I don't know. Does he know how to be sincere? <laughs> All I see is that deer in the headlights face in the courtroom. Right. Here's Mark Zuckerberg just goes onto YouTube and goes, how to act sincere, and then finds a couple videos. <laughs> we, you know, I, I think about this a lot, and I, I feel like something needs to something needs to be done and i don't know what it is something needs to be done and i don't know what it is that's all i got i i feel like there are so many things right now and kids have access to now social media information guns cars right. <laughs> 12 year olds and 10 year olds are stealing cars now and it's now it's just a thing that we're hearing like all across the nation or maybe right. around the world. I'm not sure what's happening on the other side of the world. I I wish I wish people would look into the future and you can't. I know that's impossible. But sometimes you could predict like if you're going to put meat in front of a pit bull, they're probably going to chase it and eat it. And if you try to take it away, they will attack you, okay? Yes. So right. when you know that Kids are going to, they enjoy TikTok, and you're going to let people put 
video is about stealing things, home invasion, and just letting people violently kick down a door so they could grab a TV. If you're going to allow people to have guns, we can go there too, then the people that you don't want to have guns will have access to it. I feel like, I feel like if I could see that kind of future, you know, if you're just going to willy-nilly let people have these things, then what's happening today shouldn't be a surprise. Right. Right. And you don't get to have a high horse about it. Yeah. Right. I mean, and a lot of them were, I didn't watch the hearing, so I don't know exactly who said what, but listening to newscasts and hearing some of the sound bites from them, I feel like I recognize some of the voices of some of the, the Congress, you know, people. And I feel like it's a lot of the same people who are refusing to do anything about gun legislation are all over this social media thing. And like, okay, you can't have it both ways. You know, like you just, if you, if you want the free exchange of commerce that allows weaponry to be sold to anybody who wants to get it, then you have to take the consequences of what happens with that. And it's the same thing with social media. And yes, we're talking about children in both cases, you know, and if you, I don't understand how you can be so concerned about a 14-year-old girl's self-image, but not be at all concerned that the 14-year-old girl will get mowed down by a 17-year-old who has a grudge against a teacher, right? Mm. So that, it's like you, you can't have it both ways. And I don't, I'm not saying I have an answer because I don't have an answer. But the, um, and I don't even know if I would call it hypocrisy. They just may not even see it themselves. Just yeah. like you said, you, you don't have an answer. That's why I'm like, something's something and I don't know what it is needs mm-hmm. to happen. I don't know what that is. Lori, tell us what needs to happen. (laughs) You know, it's well, if you think about it, it's the same with AI. These are all such new things. We don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so I I only overheard some people talking about Zuckerberg and wondering if he was sincere. Uh, But also... You might get an idea, something takes off. You don't know the ramifications until it's going, and then you have to do damage control, right? There there may have to be laws, and we would hope they would be open to it, but also how much control do we have? A few years ago, there was some things with TikTok, and TikTok would not uh, do anything. It, it was had to do with kids being... Um, Something with kids being bullied and suicide. Do you remember that? We talked about it. And they were they weren't even open at that point. Mm-hmm. But then but then it just goes on and people keep using it. So it is interesting. It's an interesting conversation. One of the things they were they were talking about was Snap. What it, like you said, you know, Lori, we do we deal with things and then we don't even know the consequences and once we do, then we we go back and we kind of retroactively try to try to fix it and the fun of Snap is like, oh, you can hide from your parents and your friends. I'm going to send you something that's going to disappear. Well, now it's like criminals use it to communicate, <laughs> right? Oh. And then there's no trace of, of what they've been communicating about. And there's not like, this isn't the 13-year-old boy stealing the Kias for fun. This is like actual hardened criminals doing bad things. Yeah, okay. In retrospect, maybe that wasn't a good idea to have completely disappearing messages because what's the expression? This is why we can't have nice things, right? Because people will always <laughs> find a way Story to of my life. Right? Mess it up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but it's funny to talk about who, who is Zuckerberg sincere. I mean, it's just like when you, if <laughs> if you buy, and I don't know that it's a hundred how accurate the movie, uh, the Social Network was about you know the beginnings of Facebook, right. but you know if you think about that, it all 
started because he was a pissy little teenager who was mad at other people. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's got to be, if you think about that being the root of the whole company, then it kind of like tells you the whole thing about social media, why people are on there. But it's it's bad. You know, I've kind of resurrected um, uh, Twitter X for myself a little bit. I, I You know, I found, I just realized it's just a tool and you get out of it what you put into it. And so I yeah. I didn't want to dump it because I, I get a lot of good, I still subscribe to a lot of good things on there. So I'm just being a lot more proactive about the, you know, ads, telling them what ads I don't like and what ads aren't appropriate and dropping mm. people. I don't follow Elon Musk anymore. Um, at first I thought it would be interesting, but now he just makes me mad. But you know what? <laughs> I don't have to, I'm not paying anything for it and I'm not buying anything from anybody who's advertising there. So if I just simply use it as a way to get all my you know, news and, and um, law enforcement and police and that kind of stuff information, then um, that's what I'm using it for. Yeah, uh, I agree because with traffic, I have to. Yeah. I have to be on Twitter. And also, there are people who are like, okay, well, I'm off, but the minute my whatever team, hockey, whatever, I'm going to be on Twitter because that's when you get the up-to-date info. Right. It's like, we'll abandon it for a while. And we've seen this. People have boycotted stores, and then all of a sudden, something they need is there, and they go. Like, right? The first intention is outrage, and then, I don't know, do we drop our standards? What happens? Right, right. (laughs) I agree with you, Claire. It's like, I've had people say, well, I can't believe you're still on Twitter. It's like, well, I can't not be on Twitter. It would make my job so much harder. Mm -hmm. It's like, so. uh, I don't like big oil companies, but I can't not drive a car. Exactly. You know, I just mm. can't. So, yeah. And it's the best one. I've tried threads, and I still, I'm still on threads. There are things on there. That's where I follow most of my movie stars and TV people and all that kind of stuff. And um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, that's, that I still want, you know, kind of look at for entertainment. But yeah, at, at Twitter did a fantastic job when they started out of getting all the law enforcement and news agencies and all that emergency management, like just to get everybody to sign on. And most of them are still there. A few of them have dropped, but most of them are. Um, Or like you said, got mad and then came back or Mm -hmm. or paid the money. Elon Musk aside, it is a worthwhile thing to pay for at a certain level. Like I would see if it had originally started out and not been free, I might have actually paid for it. And if I push comes to shove and I have to pay for it, then, you know, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. But there is a value in, in the service. But um, he's just such a jerk. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> don't, don't want to give him a dime. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if you hadn't come back to Twitter, you wouldn't have known Elmo is uh, oh, yes, trying to be our a, therapist. So Amazing story. <laughs> They so the people who if you haven't seen it the people who run the social media for Sesame Street and just like randomly put out this tweet the other day of Elmo going hey everybody how you doing just, you know checking in on my peeps or whatever uh, whatever Elmo says <laughs> I like your invitation yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> how is everybody doing <laughs> oh there you go that's way better <laughs> and uh, and people started answering like some deep yeah. dark you know not so good like adults not not children. And then, and then it kind of took off with other like celebrities and other Sesame Street characters and companies and all that kind of stuff chiming in. But apparently, there was some really so much response and so much like real depth to it that Sesame Street has now started like tweeting out um, uh, mental health resources for people. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, Elmo! Elmo <laughs> <laughs> will help you! <laughs> Cookie Monster was like, it's okay to feel sad, I'll share my cookies with you. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. I love it. You know, all the responses got so deep, and there was one guy who just went on and on about all his suffering. But then he ends with, but I just had a grapefruit, so I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) I I loved how everybody just went to Elmo on their sufferings and whatever is going on. Yeah, A three-year-old who I believe his birthday, I think his birthday is tomorrow or Saturday. February 3rd is Elmo's birthday. Elmo's only three. Don't ask me how I know that. And he's three. He'll be three again. <laughs> That's weird because I thought 20 years ago I had a Elmo doll yeah. so. <laughs> for my kid, for my kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like those people who are always 29. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Bart Simpson's always eight. He's always eight. <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys heard of a glimmer as, a, as the opposite of a trigger? Have you heard that phrase? A glimmer uh-huh. as an opposite of trigger? Yeah, so like when you have a trigger, like something that triggers you emotionally, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. into into something bad or a bad, you know, feeling. I'd learned about this on a on a podcast that I actually watched last week, and it's a glimmer is like the opposite of a trigger. When something good happens, that kind of like it can be like that first cup of coffee of the day, or when you see a particularly pretty bird go by, like something that triggers you into a happy. A happy place. Oh, not, I, not just. I a, know exactly what that is. Yeah, and now I that love you said that it. phrase. A glimmer, like mm. oh yeah, and that's what I think the grapefruit was. But I just had a good grapefruit, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> and sometimes that's all it so, takes, right? It's just that one yeah. little little thing. Yep. Um, yep. Well, oh, yeah. also when when we have the opportunity to share, when we can say, "Hey, this is how I'm feeling," and we get it all out, it's like, yeah, now I'm having a cookie and things are good. Right. Mm. <laughs> sometimes just getting it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure uh, a lot of glimmers happen when you hear particular songs uh, in the mm-hmm. past. Oh, yeah. I that's... Like Michael McDonald? <laughs> like Michael Definitely McDonald. Michael McDonald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true, Anna. When you think about it, music is one of those things that just really puts you back in a place because I work with people in recovery we talk about triggers all the time and it's such a negative thing that I'm just like soaking up this I like this glimmer glitter I want to think about it more Mm -hmm. glimmer glitter glitter. and glimmer awesome glitter's great (laughs) or if I can't remember I'll just call it grapefruit that works too I love we that. work with someone, right, who, <laughs> uh, you're the one who told me about this, Lori, about someone oh. who um, um, has studied psychology and now um, is working not only with our station, but also uh, using music as part of therapy, right? Yes. Music therapy. Mm. Music therapy. Yeah. Yeah. What a great transition to be a DJ, program director, work with music your whole mm. life, and then turn around and use it to help heal people. Yeah. Cool. And then to prescribe like a concert. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> two Taylor tickets and um, yes, <laughs> and an aspirin. Definitely. And we see this in nursing homes. People with dementia, Alzheimer's, can't remember anything. Somebody sits down and plays a Frank Sinatra song and bam, mm. they're singing along mm-hmm. every single word. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You, you know what? So I was in California a few weeks ago. Um, it was for my uncle who had passed. My aunt, she, unfortunately, she uh, was recently diagnosed with dementia. And so I saw mm. her back in September and noticed this time around in January, it's there seemed to be a little bit of a uh, more of a decline, unfortunately. But if you see my post uh, on Facebook, I've just like dumped a lot of pictures and videos in there. But one of the videos is her playing the piano. Uh, she's playing some Christmas music, but I could tell she was she was in her happy place. Like she just went right to the piano and just started playing. I was upstairs and I'm like, oh, I know that's my tita. I need to go downstairs and just start recording. And that's what I did. So you'll see it on, on that post, by the way. But I just thought oh. that was really, it was really telling what music does for her. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Music is, uh, what do they say? Music is dot, dot, dot. Tonic. Tonic. (laughs) Tonic. Mm. There's a million things. I was thinking about the Barry Manilow song, I Write the Songs. Mm. Music fills the heart, and that's a real fine place to start. It's for me, it's for you, it's for you, it's for me. It's the whole wild symphony. No? No one else? I write the songs that make the whole... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Then there's Shakespeare. (laughs) Music be the food of love. Play on. All the world's a stage. We are melee players. This might be an uh, interesting time to tell you guys that I started taking ukulele lessons. (gasps) Stop it. I love it. Total Wait, do you know impulse. how to play the guitar and stuff like that? Like, do you have to know? I, how, I have a guitar. I don't know yeah. that I know how to play it. I mean, I do. Yes, I play the guitar, but not. I'm really. I'm not one of those like, oh shucks, I'm not very good. And then like, you know, whipping out, you know, heaven. <laughs> I really am not very good at the guitar. But the ukulele is a lot smaller, and it's only got four strings. And I'm like, oh, I, I could probably figure this out. So I saved up and I, I bought myself a, a, a nice little ukulele and. um I signed up for, there's this, uh, it's actually, it's called the 50 plus center. They don't call it the senior center. They call it the 50 plus center uh, here in Salem where I live. And uh, Sharon has been teaching there. Um, She's teaching art appreciation and she's doing some art classes with different people. And so uh, she was like, you should look, Sharon's very good at, at, at me. She's like known me for more than 30 years and she knows like how to get me to do something that I want to do, but I don't want to be told what to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> so she just like casually dropped the catalog and was like, you, sh- you know, there's some interesting things in here. No should. She doesn't should me. There's some interesting <laughs> things in here and then just walked away. <laughs> and so I, I'm looking at it like, oh, Tai Chi. Oh, this. Oh, that. You know, and uh, ukulele lessons. I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. Fun. So I started last week. Yesterday I had my second class. And um, it's really fun. The teacher is this, uh, she's a, she's a, a music, an elementary school music teacher. So she knows exactly how to teach a bunch of 50 plus people who have 100 other things on their minds, um, how to, how to do stuff. And uh, it's just lovely. It's really fun. I know, I know two chords now. Oh, that's great. I love it. <laughs> I already have a uh, I already have a song request. You do? What would you like to hear? Yeah. Okay. The version of Over the Rainbow that has that ukulele. The guy that goes, "Oh, yeah." Ooh, that guy? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's more than two chords. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. I'll work on that but for you. But I want you to sing it in your Elmo voice. <laughs> <laughs> 
do Elmo. I can do Grover. You know, mm. birds fly, birds fly over the rainbow. Why, why can't I? <laughs> but I can't do Elmo, which isn't just a little bit higher. Oh, there you go. There's Elmo. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, he's like a baby <laughs> Grover. So you still do that yeah. voice, but say, you know, have like more of a baby accent. Right. So <laughs> you know, so <laughs> like here's Grover okay. over here. Right. Oh my now I am here. And now then I am far. <laughs> here? Far. Over there. And then his arms are waving. <laughs> it's so funny when they run because his hands are up in the air and their mouths right. are open. Like like they have to do that. And you hear the <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Have you ever seen the Wayne Brady? Um, where he's teaching the word between and it's making a grilled cheese sandwich. When there's cheese in between two slices of bread, you're between, you're between, you're between, you're between. <laughs> or oh, that's about the prepositions. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Could just YouTube it, it will make you smile. <laughs> uh. We, we, you know, we grew up with like schoolhouse rock and all this music that taught us the things that helped me like pass a lot of my subjects in high school and grade school and <laughs> possibly sure. college. And yeah. even today, you know, I mean, come on, lolly, lolly, lolly. Get your right, adverbs. You know? Yeah. Again, music helping you remember. Totes, and, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In conjunctions and button or they'll get you very far. <laughs> interjection. Hey, interjection. Show excitement and emotion. <laughs> when you're sad, ah, or frightened, ee. Yeah. Hey, that's not fair, giving a guy a shot down there. <laughs> oh, my God. That gives me glimmers, for sure. Right. Have you ever? Yes. If you ever go to Atlanta and you go to the Jimmy Carter Presidential Museum, mm. um, there is like uh, obviously presidential museums are usually the history of that president, and then they also like teach you something about civics. And there's a whole section there about how a bill becomes a law, and they're like, to learn more, press this button. Literally, they play "I'm Just a Bill." <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's so great. Uh-huh. Good on you, you guys. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing more perfect than being taught right. Bill that's got the eyeballs and the feet. And he's wearing a little, <laughs> he's got a little sash, a little belt sash where the <laughs> paper I ties around him. <laughs> <laughs> But like you said, Lori, it's all music. We remember this mm. stuff because it was set to music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm. And and also when you think about high school or different th- events in your life, it's like you hear that song and you're like, it takes you right back to the first kiss or the first crush or the first dance or any of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But there's certain songs that just make you instantly happy. And like literally it was yesterday yeah. the day before. I heard this song, this one-hit wonder song from the late 80s or early 90s called Walking on Sunshine. Mm. Oh, Katrina. I love Katrina and the Waves. Waves. I love that song Mm -hmm. so much. And it's so dorky and it's only got like 10 words in it. 
there's something about it, the music and the way she sings it, that's just like instant happy place. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is one of those songs. Definitely. Man, uh, now that you're talking about that, it's just kind of on the same wavelength like, that I think of like Sheryl Crow, you know, I want to soak you the sun. That's a great song. Tell everyone to lighten up. <laughs> yeah. So the one that just always makes me smile and laugh, are you ready? Yeah. Menomina. 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 And do you picture the little monsters with their little antennas? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Popping up and down. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why Elmo Good got stuff. so much response because we yeah. all relate yeah. to Sesame Street. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, what I was going to bring up was uh, any of you see Nisi Nash's um, acceptance speech? Mm-mm. No. Not me. At the, at, at the, at the 75th the... Grammy. Wait, the Grammys happened already? Oh. No, you, you mean, know, the Emmy, 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 Emmy oh, Awards. Okay. Oh. No, I, yeah. I I heard something about it, but I don't remember what it was. What was it? She said, I want to thank myself for all the hard work. I was the one <laughs> there crying at night. I was the one when every time I got nominated and I didn't get it and I had to go home and I had to put on my smiley face. And I, I, I just thought about that and thought, so with women especially, we're so quick to go, oh, and I give all the credit to, you know, God, my family, which is amazing. But it was just, in a way, it felt very refreshing to say, I want to thank myself. I had grit. I stuck with it. I kept getting up every morning. There were plenty of times that I might have just thrown in the towel and I didn't. Mm. That is really yeah. cool. I'm going to have to watch that. And I'm sure, I don't know, I haven't seen if anybody's thrown shade on her uh, for that. But I think I'm hearing a lot of women say, can you imagine if we did that? If we said, you know, I've been walking, I've been raising a kid with special needs. I've been running a nonprofit. I've been made it through COVID. What if we gave ourselves some credit Mm -hmm. for the things we have survived and walked through? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah. That's interesting. Because I've been trying to do more, um, you know, like meditative practice with like gratefulness, you know, things that you're grateful for. And you do, every once in a while you'll think, you know, I'm I'm grateful for my perseverance, right? Is that, are you, are you allowed to do that? And I think what she's saying is, yeah, you are. You are allowed to mm-hmm. acknowledge yourself for the strengths that you bring to your own table, as well as thanking other people and being grateful for other people who've supported you. I think that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not really taking away from anybody else, but it is acknowledging. And it, it, I think f- for me as a coach, I'm always trying to get people to recognize their strength, recognize like, tell me, just make a list of all the things that you've done so far. And I read the list or I hear them read it to me and I'm like, Oh my gosh, are are you listening to all the things you've done? Mm. And as women often we're like, yeah, yeah, but you know, I'm raising the kids, I'm doing the thing, I'm busy. Like we don't even take a minute to acknowledge mm. the greatness. And I 
you know, I I wonder if some people are just afraid to 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 say it because then they'll get torn down by someone. Exactly. You know, when I went to the Taylor Swift concert, someone that commented when I posted about it was like, well, I hope she wasn't just too into herself. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. You know, when she's on stage, she's really thinking about everybody out there having a good time and, and, you know, singing and all that kind of thing. And she is a great businesswoman. And I mean, give her a mm-hmm. lot more credit than what you're giving her. But also, what yeah. performer on the history of the planet Earth is not into themselves when they're on? That's how you perform. Right. You are yourself. Yeah. You have to be yourself. You're yeah. putting yourself out there. That's like the most inane thing. I hope she didn't into herself. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Well, and I remember growing up hearing people all the time say, don't toot your own horn. And so we learn to never, never say, yeah. and and, it, and it's tooted as uh, arrogance or, oh, you think you're all that. Mm-hmm. And really, it, it's a confident woman that can say, yeah, I'm really good at this. It doesn't take away from anybody else. It doesn't mean I'm better than anybody else. But that it's okay. And even there was a, a thing I read on Taylor that she said there were times when a lot when a lot of people in her network boohooed her ideas and said that'll never work, but she trusted her instinct mm-hmm. good, good, and went good. with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just so shows her business sense. And um yeah, so maybe maybe as women we need a little more of that to say, Hey, I'm really proud of myself for this and this and this. Yeah. Right. Yep. And let's support each other in that, you know. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not trying to override anyone. It's more, hey, you know what? Let's just, you're great, and you're great, and you're great. I'm pointing just yeah. like Oprah's, and you get one. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, it, it's like we mm-hmm. we've uh, we've grow, we've we've had careers, and we've had to live through times when women were tearing each other down because of the competition, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. because we we were just in that kind of environment, that culture, that societal thing going on. And now it's kind of like what Taylor Swift has done has made us open our eyes. Mm-hmm. I sound like I'm in church, but... <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean... and, and I think people want to feel like they belong, and that's how they feel when they go to a concert. They feel like, how many times have you gone to a concert and you thought, they were looking at me? Mm-hmm. And the person next to you is like, they were looking at me. But and then you're leaving the concert, right? <laughs> and someone else is like, no, they were looking at me. And that's, we want to feel like we belong. And if we can, as leaders, as people talking to people, help people feel like they matter, it's it's going to go a long way. And then if we allow people to say why they're proud of themselves and what they've accomplished, how awesome is that? And the irony is when you're at a concert or a play, they can't see you because the lights in their face are too bright. <laughs> <laughs> With over 20 years of generous community support, Wounded Warrior Project has helped post-9-11 veterans and their families with no-cost services, legislative advocacy, and more. And we're just getting started. Visit WoundedWarriorProject.org slash possible. I hope uh, all of you listening will feel many glimmers this week. Not yes. triggers, yes. but glimmers. Not triggers, We want glimmers, glimmers for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and glitter, just like Lori said. Glitter. And glitter. Well, where can we find you on the Soch? I am on Twitter, still what? again. <laughs> also called X, at Claire Beverly, C-L-A-I-R-E-B-E-V-E-R-L-Y, and on threads at Claire Beverly Radio. I am on Facebook at Coach Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E. I am on X at I'm Anna Dia.
Mm -hmm. I'm so glad we got together this week. Me too. Mm -hmm. I missed you guys. So good. Have a great week. Happy Groundhog's Day. Oh, yes. Um, and Have what, a great happy, happy Groundhog's Day. Happy <laughs> President Day. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up this month. Valentine's Day. Hopefully we, we'll talk before Valentine's Day. This is Listen and Learn or, or Not. not. Or not. <laughs> or not. Or not. La, 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 la. <laughs> Elmo's walk. <laughs> Listen and learn or not. Listen and learn or not. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by the letter B. <laughs> uh, I love you guys. <laughs> love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, Anne, if you're still listening, here's my cat, Barley. Barley, say hi. Say hi. Oh, yeah, now she's not talking. All right, bye.